Hey, I'm Matt Hudgens, and he's Dave Mulvaney, and this is Profitability MD. Dave, how are you doing today, buddy? Doing great, Matt. How about you? I am doing great. Episode 163, three must-haves for success in any business. We talk about the four pillars about uh, building your wealth, have a business, use that business, to generate excess income, which supports your lifestyle, but then does pillar two, your real estate, usually uh, revenue-producing real estate, use it to start a retirement plan and use it to build a wealth accumulation account, which would be an investment account. The investments could generate other cash flows by investing in business or real estate or stocks and bonds. That's kind of, so today we're going to talk about, uh, last week we talked about the real estate pillar. Today we're going to talk about uh, the business pillar itself, right? You got to have a business that generates excess cash flow that funds your lifestyle and has extra cash in order to build your wealth. So we would say three must-haves for success in any business. You want to go with your three and we talk about them? Do you want to? Yeah, well, we will. So um, this happened in a conversation. That's how this came about is somebody, you know, really said to me, what do I think are three must haves? Um, and so it's funny, it's all built around sales. Like, you, I mean, so you've got to have sales. I mean, let's just put it that way. So if you don't have sales in business, you're not in business, you have a hobby. So the first um, must have it, it is lead generation. You've got to have a way of bringing people in the door. I mean, and you talk about, I mean, all the time, you know, your million dollar message. I talk about that as well. Um, lead generation is an ongoing, constant tweaking thing. And so this can mean you're running ads, um, you're, you're spending money on billboards, on, it doesn't matter, commercials, all sorts of things. That's lead generation. And there is a million ways to generate leads, but if there's one thing about lead generation that um, works today, it won't last forever. And so um, this is a, I, I'll use, I'm gonna use Russell Brunson as an example. He talked about how um, when Facebook came out, like you could run Facebook ads like for really cheap. Right. And all of a sudden they, like they were making millions and millions and millions and millions of dollars a month. And then Facebook changed their algorithm overnight. And all of a sudden their business like changed overnight. Like they, I mean, it, it was, so this is, you know, Russell Brunson's the thing about it was, well, that's why he created the funnels, you know, because he realized that I needed other ways to put traffic into these funnels. And that's what this is. We're talking about is lead generation it is an ongoing process in business, but without it, you are, without advertising, without lead generation, you're stuck. What, yeah. what do you have to add? Ever? Yeah, no, I like that. So, so, so we've talked about it before, you know, you got to have uh, leads and then you got to be able to convert those leads and you got to have, you know, increased number of transactions Remember the five profit formula, right? Uh, leads, conversions, transactions, pricing, and profits. So in leads, we talked about the fundamentals to generate leads, exactly what you mentioned earlier. You got to have your target audience. Who are we going after? You got to have your million dollar message. You know, why do people do business with you? And you got to have your irresistible offer. So I would say leads is you got to have leads. You got to have the fundamentals to generate the leads, which is target audience, million dollar message, basically why they do business for you. And what's your irresistible offer? Let's get them in the door to, you know, try it before you buy it. Money back guarantees. You got to, you got to get them in there. Uh, so yes, totally agree with leads. And so leads is the number one thing you need. Uh, by the way, this reminds me of the paralysis from ana uh, analysis paralysis, right? Where, where uh, you've got, I've got a, a friend of mine who was talking about starting a new business and he's, I got to have a website, I got to have a logo, I got to have this and that. 
and 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 you and I both know people who have had two hundred, three hundred thousand dollars for the sales without a logo, without a website, right? Because they just got to it. They did leads, they converted, they got sales, right? Yeah. Which which I just but. Well, no, so, that's okay because what you're what what you laid out was that in the five step process is you got to have the leads, but then you got to have a follow up system um, for those leads. Yes. And that's part of the system and the process. So the follow-up system can often be, you know, I mean, ultimately, like I said, first, you got to have sales if you're going to be in business. And um, like you said earlier, you got to be profitable. Sales is not enough. You got to be profitable. Right. We can talk right. about, but you got to be closing sales. So the follow-up system that, that brings those, that's where the conversions come in because it's very rare uh, you know, a lot of people say, well, I'm not a salesperson. Okay. Well, everybody is a salesperson. If you're in business, you better be. Um, <laughs> well, let me go back. Everybody's a salesperson. My daughter, I have two daughters selling me on where they're going for spring break and how much it'll cost, right? You got kids. They're, they're, they're natural born salespeople. They're going to convince you. This is why I have to go here on spring break. I got to go to Paris on spring break. And here's why, right? They're a salesperson. They're selling me on why they got to go to Paris. They're selling me on why they got to go to the beach. They're selling you why they need a higher allowance, why they need a new pair of shoes. We're all salespeople. And it's funny, you, say, okay, you got a daughter selling you on why she should go to Paris, and I'd be yeah. selling her on why she should watch the movie Taken 2. That's, that's exactly right. That's the first thing out of my mouth, Dave. That was the first thing. Have you seen the movie Taken? I know. Or Taken, two, or Taken 3? Have yeah. you seen any of those? So see, you were selling back because <laughs> right. you had a message that you wanted to get across, but you that's felt right. that somebody else delivered the message better, So, which came through a movie. But see, that's the thing. So yes, every conversation, there is some type of sale going on in most cases, because we are geared to that. Like if you want somebody to see a movie, you're like, hey, I just saw this movie. It's so awesome. You got to check it out. Why? So we can have something we can talk about when we're together. Right. I mean, that's why I mean, people talk about movies, books, all the things. But so, you know, generating leads is great, but not all the leads are going to be ready today. And that's why a follow up uh, follow-up is so important. And, you know, there are systems and processes that can be built out on, but we're not really going to focus on that today. We're just talking about, you have to follow up. If that, if like you're growing your business, that means like, if you're going to build a sales force now, of course, we're not talking about typically one person businesses, solopreneurs, it can be, I right, mean, we right. focus on a million dollar business or more, and that usually requires other people. But um, the, you know, the follow-up, is where like I'm I'm awful at follow up always have been, but I was re I've always been really good in sales. So what I started doing is I I would bring in salespeople that were really good at follow up. Right. And so I would go with them on the first appointment, and then they would reschedule all of the future uh, appointments, and then I would typically go on one if I, if I felt it was a closing appointment, and so they would see kind of my ability to sell and my ability to close. And then they would, with their good follow-up, they would be. So when I was looking for candidates for salespeople, I was always looking for the candidates with great follow-up. Oh, that's good. Yeah. yeah Compliment your strength. Yeah. If you've got the great message, you know, in the lead generation side, yeah. and yeah. you can close because your offer is the thing that makes people say, I need this. It's going to transform yeah. my life. It's going to make my life better. 
So I need this. Then, then the only thing missing there is the follow-up. And if you're bad at it, get somebody who's good at it because you can teach them the two things. All you're doing is searching for the, you don't have to sell you. You search for the right person to insert into the equation, right? I mean, no, and, and that, that's a great point. So this reminds me of, uh, I forget what they call the purchaser pyramid or something like that. Chet Holmes talks about it. Dean Jackson talks about it, that whatever your business, we come back to, you know, again, I'll use landscaping because I'm just looking out my window, right? That only 3% of people are ready to buy today, right? But the other uh, 97% would, would buy in the future, right? So, so that they might get mad at their landscaper. They might be doing it themselves and choose not to do it themselves because they hurt their back because it's springtime and they want to play golf, right? So that's where the importance of the follow-up is. They might not have been only 3% of the people, you, you know, you go to, you go to a hundred homes, only three of them are ready to change today. The other yeah. 97 homes that you, that you knocked on the door for your landscaping business, not ready today, but might be ready in the next 12 months, 18 months. And that's what you're saying your follow-up comes in because you don't know. Again, I'll give you reasons why, right? It might be they were doing it themselves and now they changed their mind. It might be that they uh, got divorced and now there's only one spouse. So that, they, you know, there are multitude of reasons of why they weren't ready when you first talk to them, but they are ready 12 months from now. And that's the importance of the follow-up is you don't know where they are in their cycle. You don't know if they're 3% of, well, we know they're not 3% of buyers now because they would have said yes when you knocked on their door, but you got to have the follow-up system to hit them when they're ready, right? Like you do business with uh, people, you know, like, and trust, but also the last person you saw, yeah. right? It's the fresh on your mind, right? Yeah. Fresh impressions, right? And that's why people do newsletters. That's why people do emails. That's why they do drip email sequences. We were going to get to the technicalities of all that, but I'm just throwing out ideas of that. But the other thing that reminds me of follow-up is we talk about this all the time when I work with my dental clients. I have a lot of dentists as my clients and, and, and their quickest way to money is, and, and same thing, uh, financial advisors, uh, probably even your landscapers, right? It's somebody that expressed an interest in the past, but didn't do business with you for some reason or the other, right? I think Dean Jackson has a stat that if, if I inquired about your landscaping services, but I didn't hire you, there's like an 85% chance that I'm going to hire a landscaper in the next 18 months. It's something like that. It's a huge number that, that I wouldn't have asked if I wasn't interested, right? If you went to a dentist to, to take a look at fixing your mouth, you know, or whatever, you got some teeth that are out of whack and you want to do implants, odds are you get a new implants sometime in the next year and a half, right? Yeah. And so, so you've got to have the follow-up system. If you've identified yourself, as Dean Jackson says, you've raised your hand, they, they raised their hand, that's why we need to follow up with them is they're, they may not be ready to buy today. They might not have the time, the money, they got busy, they forgot about it, right? Um, I was talking about somebody, you and I have this before, right? The follow-up, it takes somewhere between eight to 12 follow-ups to, to close a sale, right? And most people give up after one or two calls, right? And, and what happens is it could be that I'm not ignoring you. It could be I get 450 emails a day. Yeah, your email you sent me last week, I didn't even see, right? Between the seven days at 450, that's, you know, 2,200 emails I've seen. So, so I might've missed yours. That's 4,000 emails in, in a two week period and yours was just one of them. So, so instead of getting our feeling hurt, wah, 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 you know, call the ambulance, it's the follow-up of, hey, they just might've missed it. They just might've gotten busy. They might've meant to call you back and, and, and whatever, spring break happened. 
right? You know, my, my friend Max, great salesperson. He's in, he's been in the car business forever, but he was a salesperson for one of my companies. Uh, he, uh, and one of the things Max always says is, look, what you're not competing against is other companies that are in your business. You're competing against the stack of papers that's on uh, that owner's <laughs> desk. You're competing yes. against all of the other people or 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 begging for their time. And so your your follow-up system is the thing that keeps you on the top of that stack or yes. on the top of mind. And you know, it's funny, we, you mentioned landscape uh, earlier. So I look at every every week, I look at businesses for sale in the state of Florida. Okay. And almost inevitably, I always see some landscapers that are for sale and they're about $200,000 a year businesses. But there's always a couple of landscapers that are, you know, they do three, $4 million a year in business. What's the difference? The difference is the follow-up system because they both had the opportunities and, but you got the one that builds this, this company. And what is that all about? It's about the 95 people that a week that maybe reached out to them and those people didn't buy right away, but they kept going after them. They never stopped going after them. And um, it's the, you know, that's the follow-up system. That's the thing that brings the the big businesses. I mean, the big businesses, the thought of not having every single customer. I mean, how often do you see a Budweiser ad on TV? I mean, <laughs> right. Do you think they don't car want commercials? Every- how often do you see a car commercial? Every yeah. commercial. <laughs> and, yeah. Every set of commercials. And, and so that it never stops. They are going the fo- their follow-up system, though, once you're in the door. Uh, with a car, it's tough because they know if we don't get you this time, it's going to be four to six years before you buy another car for yeah. most people, for most people. three yeah. to five. Yeah. They want it to go faster, but yeah. if they don't get you this time around, so how are they going to get you back in the door? Well, the, the salesperson, well, I'll give you an example. So um, I've bought um, th- uh, three new Lexuses, brand new. And so um, I just ordered a new one uh, for my wife. And what did they do? I, the, the car isn't even here yet. Um, and they they sent me tickets to TPC and good tickets, all food and drinks included. And that was on them. Why? That's their follow-up system to make sure when I go to get my next car, if you go into their service department, they don't have the thought of me ever not having a Lexus to them as foreign. Right. But it's all in their follow-up system. It's, you know, their service department is their follow-up system. They're, you know, you, you see what I'm getting at is we we look at, you've got to have the three things, lead generation, follow-up, and sales. Closing, so you got to close the sale. Close the sales, yeah. But there's this system that goes on after the sale is closed that brings in more sales, and it all boils down to follow-up. I think if there's one thing that, like I said, I'm bad at, but I also realize is the most important thing, is probably follow-up. Well, that's, that's really, this reminds me of, I've, I've had, I answered this question differently before. So right now we're saying leads, follow-up and sales or closing the sales, closing sales which yeah. we totally agree with a different version of that is attract, deliver, rinse and repeat. Yeah. Right. So attract is the leads and the, you know, million dollar message irresistible offer your target. That's the, that's the attract part. That's the leads. The deliver, we got to deliver. You got to be good at, at mowing the lawn or fixing teeth at, at selling cars or, or quality cars. And then I say rinse and repeat, which is all about the follow-up, which is the follow-up from the leads. It's almost the same system, right? Because yeah. now that they've sold you the Lexus, you're in their database. We're going to follow up with you because we know Dave buys a new car every three to five years. So their follow-up system they had 
to get you in the door for the initial sale can be the same or similar follow-up to keep you in their circle when the next three to five years comes up, or it might be sooner or, or, or it might be sooner than that because, you know, you bought a wife car, she needs a car every three to five years, but you have a three to five year and they might not be the same cycle. So I got to yeah. keep you. So it's almost the same follow-up is, is as important in that existing clients keep it in front of them. Why? Because they'll buy again. That's the number of number three, increased number of transactions from existing clients. That's also referrals from existing clients. If I keep you in my little pipeline, you might refer a friend of what a great experience it was for you to buy uh, your Lexus. You know, it's a great car. The service is great. The quality of the car is great. The buying experience is great. And, and you're, um, I am, Lexus is top of mind because you're in their follow-up process, even though they already sold you the car. Yeah, and you know, it's uh, what's interesting about this is as, as we're talking, I'm, I'm thinking of all the great companies. Now, we just yeah. said Lexus. Lexus is great at this, yeah. but Apple. So, you know, I think of Apple as a company and they opened these Apple stores and like everybody thought it was all about selling more product. They could have done that online. They were doing just fine selling online and through vendors like AT&T and all, all that, you know, um, and Verizon and all their other vendors. But they opened the stores. So if you had a problem, you had a place where you could go and actually get service. Now, this is the follow-up system. I mean, it's, they, they weren't just putting stores in just to put, they were putting this follow-up system in place, which of course um, allowed people to get access to, to repairs. Again, the rinse and repeat, it's so easy to say rinse and repeat, but when you think of the experience, part of the experience is the follow-up. And it's not just, hey, do you want to buy more? It's, it's hey, how could I make the last thing you purchased a better experience? What could I do to, to tweak that? Um, even things, I, I, it still amazes me. I got a, what do you call the virtu a virtual headset thing? Yeah, yeah. And it, um, it's owned by, uh, uh, it's the Quest or uh, Oculus Quest. Oculus, yeah, yeah, yeah. And, uh, but the packaging, I swear it was like opening an Apple product. <laughs> you know how the, that they, right. I, if you've ever opened an Apple product, all the packaging is specifically laid out. It's really cool. Everything about it. That's part of follow-up. And I think we, we, we probably don't stress follow-up enough. And I've certainly on this show, we haven't, but when you're building a business, this is how to build the first pillar is. Oh, oh it totally is. I'll even go back to say, You've already got an existing, and I did this for a therapist. I, a therapist is one of my clients. This was back um, between Thanksgiving and Christmas, right? And so, hey, let's have a goal of getting you five new clients in the next four weeks, right? And so where did I go to? The, the quickest thing to do is that leads. Somebody that has expressed interest in your services, therapist, um, that didn't sign up or has falling out, right? Who used to see you and now they don't. Right. And so she's got a list of people, right, that had either been patients or no longer patients or had inquired about one thing or another, been to a workshop or something. And so there's your leads, right? We're, re we're reusing old leads and we are going, and now we got our irresistible offer. Hey, the holidays are a stressful time, right? So, so, you, so she had, we, we put together this whole little, you're, you're the great copywriter, but the, the, the gist of it was, you know, holidays are a stressful time and it might cause, Thinks her anxiety was her specialty, right? So might be anxious or anxiety with the holidays and relatives and families and you know, friends and all that. Uh, if so, and then the offer was, you know, I've opened up five spots, 
you know, so a limited five spot. So there was a combination. What did we do? We did the leads. We already had the leads, people that have expressed interest in our services in the last two years, right? Um, the offer was, well, the reason for the offer was the holidays and the stress of the holidays. If you find yourself on edge and the offer was, you know, I've got five open sessions in a limited period of time that we'd love. And, and, and well, we, we, we filled it up in the first week. You know, she was hoping to get five clients by the, by Christmas, she got five new clients in the, in the week. So what did we do? We, we did it <laughs> every week <laughs> for well, four weeks and we got 20 new clients. That's, that's such low hanging fruit. And so this is this, what normally happens is you, people just, oh, they didn't buy. So they don't want, well, right. the, the reality is you can't predict the timing of when somebody's going to be ready for your services, especially in that. I mean, you're a therapist. Okay. So uh, when is somebody going to need some help um, might not be on your time frame. I mean, so that is a, um, well, for instance, you know, I was thinking about it, like if you were a teenage therapist, like you had like a whole bunch of, well, wouldn't it make sense to like, when those people become adults to actually reach out to them and say, Hey, you know, if you need help, I, you know, I, I have this history with you. I can, you know, that could be part help of trans- Well, well, it could be a yeah, transition from high school to college transition from summer back to school transfer. So, so any businesses that, you know, you and I talk about this once before somebody we, uh, we've seen like a calendar that every month there's a reason it's, you know, appreciate your dog month, right. That every month you could have a reason for a sale, but it's nice to have a reason to, to reach out to you. Financial advisors, right? now it's a turbulent time in the in the markets right so it might be somebody that that was a prospect that didn't sign up with you as a financial advisor um it might have been somebody who left you years ago right you could reach back out to those people and say you know has your you know has your situation changed are you nervous about the market are you getting good service from your existing advisor right because in, in that world uh, uh it's not performance why people change it's lack of communication or, or lack of handholding for lack of a better term so volatile times is a great time for a financial advisor to gain clients because the scared financial advisor isn't calling his or her clients right okay, and there's a good example if you're if you're the scared financial advisor right now um, and you're watching this then i highly recommend you get on the phone and you call your scared clients and, and then you got to use your experience and say, hey, look, historically, we've had these problems since World War One. That's I mean, right. That's exactly right. I mean, historically. Put it in perspective. That's right. Yeah, this is what happens. And so what you're doing is you're following up so that you don't lose clients in this, in this time, which will mean more business down the road. I think this is a uh, what happens in our fears of being told no. Or losing a client. These are these are follow up. I think or oh, yeah. lack thereof is based in fear. You're afraid you're going to be told no. You're afraid maybe that. I think that's a great point. Absolutely. You're you're afraid they're going to say you don't like. I have a strategy with 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 uh, with one of my uh, well one of my teaching techniques, coaching techniques is exactly that. You reach out to your top twenty clients, your existing clients, because I always believe in getting more business from existing clients. That's a low hanging fruit. I yeah. believe in getting referrals from solid clients right so so i always go in and say ask your top 20 clients you know well, what's working hey dave you know how you know how you know tell us some tell us how we're doing good for you you know and then you say well well dave you got any ideas how we can improve our service you know and make sure you're getting what you want any any ideas and then the third question is you got any other projects you need help with 
right? Whether I do it or not, I might know somebody that, that does it. Or um, the idea being, as I buttered you up, you know, tell me something good. Oh, I love the way you guys always respond. Your deliveries are always on time, your quality work, whatever. Number two, ideas for improvement. Well, it's going to be a little gentler because you they, they have you in a positive light already. And then now is you're asking for more business, right? Any other projects you're working on, right? Yeah. Do you want some help implementing that? Yeah. Right. Um, so, so it's, 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 and, and that really goes back. I'm, I'm, I'm jumping around. I'm sorry. Uh, leads follow up uh, and closing the sale. You know, like we said, everybody is a salesman, whether you think you are or not. Right. I told you my girls are salesmen when they're talking about going to Paris, when they're talking about buying a new pair of shoes. So in a fun way, you got to think of yourself. Everybody is a salesperson, right? But one of the one of the best and easiest closes we could do a whole thing on different closes. Which which is just a non is. Would you like help with that? Would you like help implementing that? Would you like help doing that? Would you like advice help installing that? Right? Then it's not a close. Yo, can I do that? You know, it's. Would you like help? Would you like help doing that? Would you, Would you like to buy that car, Mister Mulvaney? Yeah. And, and would you, I mean, we, we say it at the end of every episode, would you like to add 50, 70, or even a hundred thousand dollars to your bottom line without, without, you know, without adding more people, without advertising more, just, and that's our, that's what we can do. Would you like help with that? And if that's the close, yeah, you know, that's, <laughs> that's the result that, you know, that we're very confident. Now, when we say that, we know that you have to be an established business that is, um, in growth mode, you know, if you, but the the point being is that's our target audience is, right. is people who are trying to grow the business. That's why we had this discussion today, because if you're not hitting the sales numbers, if you're not closing sales, like you're the landscape company that's stuck at 500,000 a year, it's because your follow-up is not there. Now we said there's, you know, uh, three must-haves to have success in business. You got to have the lead generation. Well, if you have that, you're doing 500,000 a year in business. Why aren't you, why aren't you over the million mark? It's because you're not following up with those who inquired about you in the past or inquired from you in the past. And it may be because you don't have a follow-up system, but these are things we discuss in our mastermind. Okay, so, you know, these are the important things, lead generation, follow-up and closing sales, rinse and repeat, right? Yeah. But the rinse and repeat is a system of how do I rinse and repeat? How do I get back? I'm so busy. How do I do that? Well, those are the things that, that we kind of work together to say, this is the things we can help you set up so that you can be like Matt and play golf whenever <laughs> you want. And, uh, exactly. Okay. I know not exactly, but <laughs> you do have the, I, if there's a, anyone who's built a self-managing company, um, the way that anybody in your business would want to do it, it, it's you, you have an ideal um, business, the way it's set up. And, and that's why we do this show is because who wouldn't want to have a business that would allow them time, freedom, location, freedom, and money freedom. I mean, that's, Absolutely. I mean, if you yeah. can have those three, why, why wouldn't you? Um, well, and that's what you're talking about. So, you know, we believe your business isn't just a job. Your business should generate excess cash flow to, to fund the four billers and use your business to, to build wealth, right? So your business generates enough money to pay your uh, bills. Absolutely. That's what 95% of business owners do. But your business is your best tool and your best opportunity to build wealth. How do you do that? You got to generate excess sales, leads, follow up, closing the sales. Once you have that, that generates extra profit that extra profit funds your lifestyle, but then it allows you maybe to buy your office building, buy an office building of somebody else's that'll rent from you. 
that allows you to start a retirement plan, which allows you to build your wealth uh, tax deferred. It allows you to have other tax to start your wealth accumulation account. So you're now saving money that you have in reserves in case you need it for your business. You can use it to buy other businesses. You can use it to buy other real estate or cash flow producing properties or stocks and bonds. Your business is an excellent tool to build your wealth. Most business owners have a job, right? We are here to tell you that any business owner can generate wealth, build wealth by using the four pillars strategy. That's what we do in our group coaching program uh, where we surround you with other uh, smart business owners who have done that, that are using their business to generate wealth. Uh, that's Matt at ProfitabilityMD.com, David ProfitabilityMD.com if you're interested in our group coaching program. This podcast available where you do your podcasts. Or we got our YouTube channel over at YouTube, and you go Profitability MD, and we got our website, ProfitabilityMD.com. Our irresistible offer we can find any business owner $50,000, $75,000, $100,000 without spending a dollar more on advertising or marketing. That's called our profit acceleration session. You can do that. We can find it for you. And then our close is Would you like help implementing that? Right? Would you like help realizing those gains? I showed you where they were. Now would you want to help realize it? That's a profit acceleration session. If you want one of those, read it out to Matt or Dave at profitabilitymd.com. Good stuff, man. I love this stuff. This is good. This was our pillar one. We were talking about business. It's been a while since we talked about growing the business and creating excess uh, revenue. So well, it's, three must-haves, leads, follow-up, and uh, closing the sale. That's awesome. All right, Matt. Have a great afternoon. Good stuff, buddy. Take care. Bye.